just made the list. And hollow. You suck, you jackass. What the hell is even that? People, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. It's just me, Big Daddy, and Hollow today. I guess uh, Robert might have had a few too many last night. <laughs> <clears throat> He's not responding to texts. He'll wake up at 3.30, <laughs> say, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you guys want to go get a drink? Oh, fuck, my back. The back of my ribs, like, under your rib cage, there's like a muscle. And every once in a while, if I turn just slightly, fuck, it's like somebody stabbing me in the back with a knife. <clears throat> it was alright this morning, I had one of those Thera guns, you know, it's like a jackhammer with a ball on the end of it. And I was leaning back on the couch with it behind me and it started to feel better. But then I had to go take a shit. <laughs> and I was reaching around to wipe my ass and I almost died. And that's like one thing. When you have a backache, it oh is God. hard to wipe your ass in the first place. It's oh. almost like you want to call somebody to come over and wipe your ass for you. Maybe the French had a good idea with but the bidets. bidets. <laughs> I you... almost, yeah. If I have to take another shit, I'm just going straight in the shower. <laughs> Could you imagine that? their commercials? Your back hurt. Yeah. Try our new X5000 bidet. Bad back. <laughs> Welcome to the bad back bidet. <laughs> Fuck, it hurts. But I did take a gummy before the show, so maybe it'll. Maybe that, this show that, will go off the rails. Does that help at all when you take a yeah, gummy? Yeah, because I my back hurt last night, and I went out with Robert, and I increasingly took more and more, and it hurt, but I just didn't care. <laughs> like it wasn't, uh, it wasn't debilitating. Oh, okay. Get up my show notes. So, uh, yeah, this weekend was a real shit show. Banger. Oh, my goodness. Well, I heard that you were uh, out on the shack uh, on Friday. It's derby weekend. Yeah. White Clay Lake derby. <laughs> For some, it's still derby weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meaning the Holmans. <laughs> yeah. Um, Friday night, went out to the ice shack. I brought a bottle of my homemade apple pie. Started passing that around, and I seen uh, our friend Lee was playing cards with us all of a sudden he was gone i seen him last night and he's like hey what'd you spike that apple pie with i'm like just ever clear he's like it was about three quarters of the bottle or a quarter of the bottle left and i i think i blacked out he goes <laughs> i'm like oh well because <laughs> there are a lot of people that actually stayed out uh friday night then not really i mean well there was six seven of us okay I lost a hundred bucks in the ice shack playing. That cards. actually isn't bad. If you think no, about it. No, we weren't playing well, the more people you have in like seven and a half, the bigger the pot gets. So yeah. There's only like five of us playing seven and a half, but still got up there. And Thomas took me for eighty. And usually Thomas is the one that's always paying yeah, out. He wasn't that drunk, so uh-huh. <laughs> um but then uh, I stopped to sign in at DV on my way home, and I won five hundred bucks on the machines. Really? I stuck twenty bucks in the spooky two, and got a bonus, like times four. It was like twenty times four, and I kept getting wolves. All of a sudden, I hit like five, uh, Frankenstein's, or I don't know what I hit, but it was like two hundred and twenty bucks, one hit, and I was like, oh! And I cashed out at three fifty. I put 20 in the spooky cash, hit the bonus, and got 50 spins times four. 
and only got 200 out of that on a buck 25 bet but still i was like i ain't replaying it no i put 40 more in a number machine and then i ran out of that place as fast as i first thing you can do well i was i was starting to feel it i was drinking mount royal light and diet sun drops all night oh and then when i went into the lodge Heidi mixed me one. I'm like, what's in this? And she's like, oh, I can't taste this. She mixed me a fucking red steak and I had sun drop. And I'm like, this is really good, but I think this is going to put me over the edge. <laughs> I need to go now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I almost didn't stop at DV, but yeah, then I slept till about 1.30 yesterday. Oh, did M- you? Missed the derby. Yeah, I was going to wonder. Uh, people were asking uh, where you were. And uh, they were like, I'm surprised that he's not here today. And I said, oh, and I said, must, because they said that he's like, well, he was here pretty late last night. He was here till like one. He got here at like six, and he was there till yeah, one. Yeah, we uh, we didn't hesitate. That bottle of apple pie was gone. You guys just hang on Bobby Shack. Yeah, and then I went up to lodge for a little bit. And okay. I went to DV, and then I'm like, I'm going home. Go to bed. But then I didn't go to bed. I started watching Seven, and then I passed out. What's that? Seven, the movie with Morgan Freeman and yeah. Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. What's in the box? That movie. Okay, yep. <laughs> but I passed out, so I had to rewatch it yesterday morning. I'm like, I'm not even going down there to the derby. <laughs> Fuck that. So uh, when did you finally actually become motivated? Around 3 o'clock, I'd say. So I could have gone down there, but then Robert texts me. He's like, I was puking till 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, puking? What were you doing? And he's like, I don't know. All I was doing was drinking bush lights and... Well, he I, went to the casino on Friday. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if I didn't eat enough at, he went to Primal Eats. Yep. He said it was really, really good, but he just had a half pound of their brisket, no sides or nothing. And he's like, and we went to the casino and I won a hundred bucks. And then he's like, I was just drinking beer the whole time. And then I switched to seltzers. And I'm like, uh, maybe I had too many bubbles. Because he said he's, he, he got up and just had a horrible hangover. Mm-hmm. He drank four bottles of water, and it all came out. He said it was all just liquid, so he must have not hydrated enough or that something. That carbonation from tap beer. Was or, it tap beer? I don't know. I oh. don't think so. Oh. But probably the seltzers. Yeah. yeah. He should probably get away from that, you know. Seltzers are not cool anymore. I don't know if you know <laughs> or not. but I don't know. They're all right once in a while. Only when chicks drink them. <laughs> They're pretty much bubblers with alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah, but bubbler. <laughs> but this unofficial is... sponsor of the show, bubbler, <laughs> bubbler and Tito. Oh, hey, guess what? Uh, I got a nice uh, text from my uh, sister, Jamie. She on uh, Friday, she says I'm uh, getting you guys on the show a special gift, and I said, Oh yeah, what's that? Well, I can say what it is, but so. Um, she was in Illinois, Illinois. Illinois. Yes. And uh, she got us uh, six beers that you can only get in Illinois. Illinois. And uh, she's uh, going to be, uh, she's coming up next week and then the weekend after, obviously, then too. But We're doing our supper club. Yes, we, we finally got hey, our reservation. made reservations. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I was wondering with that because I know that, you know, next week, you know, people would go out for Valentine's Day or even the week after. I was yeah. like, oh, hopefully we get in. And when you texted that. We have a reservation for the 18th. So yes. stay tuned for our review of the long-awaited Hotel Seymour. <laughs> Hotel Seymour Pardue. Oh. But yeah, so she got us uh, six different beers, so we'll have to try them on the air then. Yeah, I'm all on, about it. On the show. 
So I figured next Sunday we could, before we go to uh, enjoy our Super Bowl Sunday. Let's see. What's this one? Fish tab light. (laughs) (laughs) And I talked to uh, Tyler and all of them, and they were, uh, Tyler was all talking whatever that he would uh, meet us out then maybe at uh, at, uh, 117 or somewhere wherever we go for the uh, Super Bowl too. Oh, yeah. Because so, nobody's having a party, I guess. So Yeah, towards what I've heard, and, you know, uh, nobody's mentioned anything, so I already know that it's not just going to all of a sudden out of nowhere be like, hey. Yeah, we might as well just go somewhere and call it for what it is. They'll probably have some food. Mm-hmm. And then we'll make, I'll make my last $5 my DraftKings bets, and then I'm sure they'll have some boards or pull uh, yeah. 10 liners ten over liners. there, so. That'll be all right. Hey, as long as I'm forgot about it, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at live from seven one five, and uh, tell a friend we're on our we're trying to get fifty new listeners this year. It's our New Year's resolution. Did we get any new this week? Like two? Yes, that's like five in the past two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> we're on our way, bud. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, tell a friend if you enjoy the show. But uh, let's recap that old White Clay Lake Fishing Derby. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I know somebody lives close by. Their wife won the UTV. Yep. So at least somebody we knew won it instead of some some Southerners or some foreigners. And by foreigners, we mean people not Anybody from outside. Sean <laughs> <Yeah>. McCowney. <laughs> Anybody we don't know is a foreigner. Linda did pretty well, too, on the... Yeah, I heard she won some cash drawings. Yep. So that's good. Yeah. But uh, I was watching, me and Robert were watching the snap of uh, Trevor doing his annual stone cold smashing the beers together, and he was going to do a stunner on Gundy, but Gundy fucked it all up. He, and it was already planned. Like so, Gundy <clears throat> came over there, and so did because um, he did it the or um, Trevor did it the first time, and it was just him, you know, slamming the cans together, and then. Uh, you know, throwing the cans and then and his, giving the big fuck yous. And his off. Dusty Rhodes fur coat and <laughs> yep. cowboy hat. And he was wearing the Dusty Rhodes uh, shirt, too, as well. Oh, was he? Yep. And then, like, for attention. a while, he'd be like, it's a hard time, hard time, you know. Um, <laughs> hard times, baby. <laughs> so I, I said to him, because there's that uh, little uh, a promo that he did a long time ago, uh, Dusty Rhodes did, where he was uh, working as a gas station attendant. Oh yeah, he and, and he was all like, those. "Oh, you want the fire dollars? I'll give you the fire dollars. Here, let me, let me, uh, you, let me windshield, let me clean your windshield." Did you ever see the ad he did for Mellow Yellow? Yes. <laughs> Bam, baby! This is sunshine in a can, baby. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes was a shit. He was. Uh, <laughs> and so then anyway, then they had it already planned that uh, Trevor was going to do it again. It was kind of like to the finale. And uh, I I said over the mic, I said, we need somebody that will take the stunner. And Gundy goes, I'll do it. And I'm like, okay, great. Come over here. I'll tell you exactly what you need to do. I said, yeah, Trevor's, you don't even need to drop to your knees. You right. just bend over and then yeah. go back and spit beer out of your mouth. I said so. Just I said Trevor is going to uh, slam the, the beer. He's gonna or he's gonna he's gonna crack the cans together, slam them, and then he's gonna give you the big fuck you, and then he's gonna kick you in the stomach, you know, fakely whatever, yeah. and then he's gonna stun you. Do you know what the stunner is? Yeah. All right. And then right as soon as when he decided to go and try to do the clink of the glasses. With him, I'm like, yeah, it's already screwed up. And then he just turned away. Yeah. He grabbed him around the neck, and then he just turned away. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) 
I know. The worst stunner of all time. Worse than the Vince McMahon one at, it was. at WrestleMania. Yeah. God damn it, Gundy. Oh, well. So uh, how was the rest of the day, though? Very well. In um, the tent? So they got these big industrial heaters this year. Okay. So it helped out big time. I've seen when people are under the tent because the tent is outside and he's DJing out there and like the whole floor was just mud. Yes. Because all the heaters. The heaters, yep. Uh, I'm like, eh, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> so everything went everything went well. Um, the only thing that I thought that didn't go well was so – when the everything's obviously with any ice fishing derby or any kind of benefit or something like that, whenever they say that they're going to do the drawings, it never happens at that time. Oh, yeah. It's always 15, 20 minutes later. Right. So, you know, everything was supposed to start at 4 o'clock. Um, they said that the 50-50 was going to start at 4. It didn't go until 5 o'clock. <laughs> um, bucket raffles moved really, really fast. Um, I just went along with the bucket raffles, and then they would pick a ticket. I said the uh, everybody had a wristband, um, and it had your number. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you didn't have to go off and say the ticket number. You, and on the back, it had, like, you know, one through, I think it was, like, 200 and some. Yeah, to match your... Your bracelet that yeah. you had, and they already had your information on a sheet. So um, that went really fast. Uh, what did not go fast, though, was uh, the payouts, and the only reason why that was is... They still pay by check. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so when the money raffles were being uh, given, uh, they had to wait forever because um, the they person had, had, had to go write, up to the thing and write out, out a check, check per per. Yeah. So that's a little foolish. They said the reason why they aren't doing cash that way is because it's a lot easier to keep on the books about the the expenses. Whatever. Get a new treasure. <laughs> yeah people were actually complaining They're like is this thing gonna start now like especially the utv one because so they picked all of the all the way through 15 through first place they re they, uh, they had a uh a sportsman guy from lake finnegan because you can't have somebody from the same club pick oh yeah so he's the one that picked the tickets and then they just put it in an envelope yeah and then they gave it to the treasurer and then she went through each one and then wrote out the check yeah, they need to start doing that at three. So at four yeah. is the actual. Because there was a lot of people that were just the... like waiting. Like, and as soon as it got done, it, I mean, there were still people in the tent, but it wasn't like it was when the uh, drawings and all that were going on. Yeah, you got to do that earlier. Yeah. Whatever. Live and learn. Yep. But either way, yeah, it went really well though. Um, especially couldn't ask for a better day. Any? Oh yeah, because we had like sub-zero temperatures for a week, and then it bumped up to 30 so yeah <laughs> when it was 26 it felt like a heat wave yeah. people were actually walking out with just their with their uh they had their hoodies off yeah um i was gonna ask if anything else crazy happened besides um well i know that there i i can't remember who it was one guy took a uh face plant right on the ice Ooh, see, oh, not on the ice. I'm sorry. I, I, um, outside the tent, outside like I did tent. last year. Yes, <laughs> taking a piss and then walking. his name was Jesse. I'm not going to say his last name. <laughs> oh, I think he was at the ice shack with his girlfriend having an argument. It starts with an S. Oh, never mind. No. Nah. Oh yeah, I, not, not that Jesse. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then same thing happened last night at Wayne's. Those two were there, and I'm just like they got an everybody argument. could hear what you're saying because she's so loud. Yeah, she is. Oh my goodness. I it's know. Just like. How long do you Some of the shit she was saying, dude, I'm just like, 
she was oh man i forgot what she was saying but then she's like but i didn't say nothing i shut my mouth and i was about to go maybe you should shut your mouth right now <laughs> how long did they end up staying there till uh i don't know they were both drunk there was like a pool thing going on yeah they Wayans. had some pool thing in the back i don't know what it was it was like but uh, that was over by like nine thirty. okay and then uh it was me dino robert and adam there and we gambled for a bit and then we were gonna go to 117 but it was closed so i'm like just drop me off at home because i had a whole gummy in me by then yeah Speaking of gummies. Yeah, well, I took one before the show for my fucking back, yeah. but uh, I heard yesterday somebody else had some gummies. So, uh, yeah, uh, when the, um, obviously, the Holman boys, they like to, uh, they they like to, this is like their Christmas. Yeah, this is, this is hunting season and Christmas <laughs> and the 4th of July all wrapped up in one. <laughs> so they all started around 10 o'clock on Friday morning, Ugh. okay, and... Uh, when I asked Tyler, Tyler said he got two hours of sleep. I was going to say, because he was still at the lodge when I left, and yep. he was full. Yep, and uh, he said he took two-hour nap in the shack, um, and that was about it. But Trevor <laughs> comes up to me, and he goes, and, oh, I'm not so much drunk. He's like, <laughs> but my uh, it's like my eyes feel like they're popping out right now. <laughs> He's like, are they popping out? I go, no. I'm like, how many gummies did you take? And he goes, Three? I'm like, how many milligrams for each one? Ten. Oh boy! And he goes, so I don't know if I'm drunk or high as a kite right now. I'm like, well, if your eyes are bugging, if you think your eyes are popping, I can't, oh, I can't do, I can't drink and do gummies or like hit the vape. And especially continue. You get that? It's called crossfading, like a DJ right. crossfade. Yeah. Because you're, you're half drunk and half high, and you yeah. don't know what's going on with your body. Yeah. So don't do that, kids. <laughs> Just take a gummy, gummy and sip on a beer the rest of the night. That's what I do. <clears throat> and then I just laugh at all the really weird, like, details of things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember we went, like, thirds, me, Dino, and uh, Robert on one of the machines at DV while we were there last night. And it was start to kick in, and Robert had a mixer, and he was stirring a straw in the drink, and I heard the ice, but it sounded like somebody was wrapping presents. So I'm like, hit the button, and I like slowly turned my head and looked down at his drink, and I'm like, oh, that's what that sound is. And Robert looks up at me like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I just <laughs> I focus in on the minute details of things when I'm high. <laughs> Everything comes in more clearly. There was a couple. Yeah, we were laughing pretty hard because then Robert took one too. Forgot what we were talking about, but that's why comedians do it. But they gotta fucking write that shit down right away, otherwise you forget. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with dreams. Like, I think it was an old uh, Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, "I try and write down my dreams, like notebook next to my." Uh, <clears throat> bed and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and write something down go back to sleep but it doesn't always work out he's like <laughs> all it said was you stole my rickshaw <laughs> I had no idea what that meant <laughs> you stole my rickshaw he was always one for good one liners <clears throat> oh my god he was, but I was, I've been listening to old uh, Norm Macdonald things lately <laughs> He would in his show. He would he would just, he would have jokes written down, and he'd give one to the guest to read, and they wouldn't know what it says. And then he'd read one, you know. And he had one on there. He's like, uh, "This year, JetBlue was uh, 
named best airline uh, in the country. Worst airline, 9-11 Airlines. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, what a horrible name for an airline. Makes me re- reminds me of that tragedy. <laughs> and he's a the guest was like he even went further because then the guest is like, oh man, you can't joke about that. He's like, yeah, you can't joke about nine eleven. He's like, I was searching for a whole day through dust and bones and the island of Manhattan for my brother in law. The guy's like, oh my god. He's like, turns out he was in rural Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I miss Norm Macdonald so much. Uh, so, what else happened to the Derby? Anything? Um, <laughs> a bunch of uh, one of the people we know passed out in the uh, bar and had to get drove home. Oh yeah, I seen uh, some of the Snapchats last night. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got and then a little steam. Well, and then so I got you ain't twenty one no more. Buddy. Yeah. So then I you know after I went and. I got, you know, back in and I saw you guys fast before or when I was on my way home. Um, I got home and then I passed right out. Like I, I, like I was just tired. Okay. From being out on the, uh, you know, in the cold, yeah, whatever. in the cold. Yeah. Loading equipment. So then I wake up. Um, I woke up at like seven, maybe six thirty-seven this morning. And then all of a sudden I look and I like, I had messages on my phone, but it was on silence, so I didn't even hear it. I didn't have my watch on. Yeah. And it was Shannon. And he <laughs> sent this. Any chance you could pick me up and see someone bring me home or at least to Bondwell? <laughs> so then I'm like, oh my God. So at seven thirty this morning, I'm like, uh, dude, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I passed out right when I got home and I said I had it on silent all night. So I didn't even notice your text till now. Uh I asked if he got a ride home and he goes, Yeah, Heather came and got me. <laughs> Uh, no big deal. And I said, where did you go after the lodge? Because I said, when I left the lodge, his UTV was already gone. And he goes, we stopped in advance for one, and then the boys wanted to go to Cecil. Yeah. Oh. No, thank you. But he ended up making it home. I was like, what uh, shit? Like, what happened? Oh, well. Everybody was just. Yeah. Right? That's... Especially when the raffles got done. Yeah, I saw snaps from everybody around there and i'm like there's not a sober person in that no. whole group <laughs> i saw a bunch of people sitting there you know hitting their vape pens and then they would so hammered they drop them and right into the mud and they just pick it up and then smoke it again yep <laughs> yeah, whatever wipe that dirt off yeah <laughs> i uh earlier this week i put out a little post on our live from 715 facebook page that was a that was a really good one that yeah, you put out. Lots of people. Got, I said, name a store that you shopped at as a kid that no longer exists, and we'll see how many people, uh, how old some of you are. And I remember Prangy Way and Shano. It was a p- pretty big chain too, like the equivalent of a Walmart or a Kmart back in the day. Shopco. Shopco, kind of. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I was I would steal so much stuff from that Prangy Way, <laughs> and I finally got caught once. So, I mean, I, I sold so many toys and stuff. I was like 10, maybe 10. Yeah. And I had a jacket with a hole in it and the sleeve. So I would just shove stuff up the sleeve <laughs> inside the jacket, walk out. And this is before they had the detectors at yeah. the door. But so one day it was like before, uh, it was like Christmas break. And I saw these NFL pencils 
like all 32 teams. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. We were poor. My parents weren't going to buy me that. So I broke open the pack and shoved the pencils up my sleeve, right? All of a sudden, at the door as we're walking out, fucking get stopped and go in the back room, fucking... You know, I had to give them, you know, give them back. And my parents had to pay the fucking two dollars for pencils. My mom slapped me in front of everybody. <laughs> That's it. Oh, as soon as, yeah, as soon as it happened, she just stared at me. Whack! Right across the face. Before we even went back into the, like, the back room by the security office or whatever. I'm like, God damn. And then they're like, you're banned from the store till you're 16. By the time I turned 16, the store, store closed cool. out of business, so I never got to go back in a praggy way. Oh, could you imagine your 16th birthday? You walk in, yeah, and finally I could go back. Everybody's oh, all sitting there, and they're just clapping, welcoming you back in. A confetti goes off. You even get to a ribbon cutting ceremony. Going out of business. Yeah. <laughs> going in, going out. It's all because of you and your goddamn NFL pencils. <laughs> You're the reason why yeah. the stock took a shit and the business went out and they went out of business. Our sales receipts was two dollars short. <laughs> we had to close the store. You fucking asshole. You're the reason why self checkout has been invented. <laughs> going going by with two dozen eggs and you swipe a pack of gum. <laughs> like, sir, you're going to prison. <laughs> But uh, some of the comments on here, Carol's Diner in uh, in town here in Bondwell. Uh, your sister had a couple. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence's Upholstery. Yeah, that was my grandpa's. What was it back then? Uh, well, no, that's what the name of it. So what's, uh, what is now Red's Upholstery. Oh, okay. That was my grandpa's. And then when he uh, passed away, he willed it to Red. Ah, I see. So. Um, the White Elephant. In oh, Shano. Where the Lee Bakins is. Yeah. Lee yep. Bakins is now. It used to be a video update. Yes, it used to be video update. Yep. And then before that, I remember as a kid, it was the White Elephant, which was sort of like a uh, liquidator store. <laughs> it was a huge liquidator store. Yeah. I mean, giant. Like the size of a supermarket. And <laughs> I remember, yeah, go down the shitty toy aisle yep. and I... 50 cents and i got a harmonica chinese i remember when they would always have like in the middle aisles by the toys they had like the uh, it was like a big box and they just threw a bunch of stuff in there yeah. and that was like the uh you know the 50 cent bin or something yeah. like that and you whatever just, you grab out right. of there it had an orange sticker for yep. 50 cents uh dino said schultz brother okay so i figure or i uh I didn't know what this was either. Um, so my dad was the one. We actually we went to uh, breakfast this morning. I was telling him about this. I said, "What was Schultz Brothers?" And uh, he told me it was in Shano. It was a dime store. Okay. So it was on Main Street. Uh, he can't remember what the name of the place or the business that's there now, but he said that that used to be a dime store. So like a you know penny nickel dime kind of store. So. Dime quarter nickel. Dime. Hey, I wonder if that's what that song's about. <laughs> it could be very well be. <laughs> About liquidator stores. Yeah. Um, and, and our buddy Joel said El Dorado's <laughs> on the corner in Bondwell, which was an adult store and uh, across the street from Wayne's place, uh, which is a condemned building now. Yeah. That's probably why. Um, but he, when he said that he was in there, there's no way he could have been in there because that place was shut down right, bef- right when I turned 18. Well, yeah. He said he was uh, in middle school. 
Right, and he said that he and went in there. Yeah, they dare. They said he wouldn't do it, so he just walked in, and they fucking threw him. Oh, okay. Right he walked in. Well, I could see. Yeah, him he doing didn't that shop there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a middle schooler walking out with black yeah. dildos. <laughs> I said, as a kid, I take it you were sitting on your brother's shoulders with a trench coat and a fedora and a fake mustache. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I'd like the hustler, please. Yes. And then Jordan had a good one in town. There was another liquidator store, D and D, which is now owned by some fuckface who. Thinks it's a meat market. Yeah, it's got motorcycles on the inside. And the funny thing is, is it has the meat market, and there's a cat that sits right by the window. Right across the street from an actual <laughs> meat, meat market. market. Yeah, <laughs> sausage shop. Lawrence's sausage shop. Yeah, but uh, I remember D and D liquidators. We'd always steal that from was... there too. Everybody in town stole from that place. Yeah, that was so easy to steal there. Yeah. Even gas stations back then were so easy. Remember back when they would have their cigarette packs yep, looking right. right at you at the counter, and <laughs> yep. then people would just grab cartons and be like. I ate a, uh, hey, uh, hey, did you uh, just grab one of those packs of checkers? <laughs> no. All right. I ran off with that $10 <laughs> carton of uh, Newports. <clears throat> I swiped four packs of Pall Malls. They were right at the register. But I remember our buddy Ben stole the most difficult thing because we had a thing going on for a while. Be like, what's the biggest thing you could steal from D&D? And there was like a little corner where they had sporting goods. Yes. And he stuck a pitching wedge down his pant leg underneath his underneath his shirt and walked out with a fucking pitching wedge. Well, they didn't even have cameras or nothing. Yeah, I know. And uh, the workers, they they were too busy looking on their phones or not even around by the checkout area. They were just in the back. Yeah, yeah. I I do miss that place though. That you know. yeah, they had everything. They did. If you needed, like, I was talking to somebody about like little like hardware things that was like our hardware store yeah they actually had stuff that oh shit i need a fucking three-quarter inch socket yeah yep. they, they got a big box back there all right the, but you'd have to dig through all the sockets and find a three-quarter inch yeah but at least they had it i need a car jack oh they have one here yeah they had a little shit that nobody else had unless you went to sean or green bay right um kmart was one i don't know if there are any more kmarts around um i thought there was one that maybe it's not even it's not in this state i don't believe but there was like one that was still it's kind of like the blockbuster thing there was like one that was still left in oregon or something like that well there was one by the stadium in green bay but yep. that was shut down years ago yep fashion bug was another one i'm not sure if that one's around i don't yeah i don't because that was in the plaza yeah here's an old one montgomery ward I don't wow. think those exist anymore. No. <laughs> My buddy Chad said Cub Foods, but it's just in Wisconsin. I've seen there's one down yeah. in Illinois. Uh, and in Milwaukee, they st- or uh, Minnesota, they're still. Zocco Grocery Store. See, yeah, and I. I never went there. I never went there either. But I know a bunch of people who live out that way all remember it. Yep. Because then they turned everything into apartments over there. Um, Somebody said IGA, but there's a couple in Wisconsin still. Heck Hardware. Yep. Which is now the Rustic Shed. Yep. And TNC, which was next to Prangy Way. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> also thefted many of Tic Tacs from, <laughs> from that place. Town and Country Supermarket. Town and Country Supermarket. TNC. Yep. I remember they had they were one of the only places that had video games. Yes. When you when, when you, you walked, walked in the front. Do you remember the one that was the chicken? And then, like, oh, yeah. uh, you put a quarter in, it would go, and yeah, then a thing would, would, a plastic egg, egg would, egg would come, come out of yep. its ass and yeah. drop down into the thing, and it would be like a sticker, and you'd be like, God damn it. Yeah. 
but they had Qbert, I remember. And then like Dr. Doe, I think, or Dr. Do. It was like the tunnel game. Oh, um Yes, yeah, Dr. Yeah, I think it was not Dr. Do. Yeah, D O. Yeah, and it's Dr. when Do. you went yeah, you were like tunneling and then you would like pump up to blow something or Yeah, the... you would set a like a charge and it would explode. Was it Dig Dug? Well, that was kind of the same, same game thing, yeah. but a different name. Okay. This one was Dr. Do. All right. But yeah, he would dig through. I thought he was a wizard. I don't know. I can't remember. Guys, so, so far long. back. Yeah. And then they got a Walmart and they had Mortal Kombat and TNC went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> Mortal kids... Kombat is what made TNC go out of business. Yep. Yep. Well, they're video games anyway. Yep. Because every. I remember waiting while other kids were playing and they treated it like a pool game where it's like, okay, next person up to beat me. So you put your quarters up. Yep. Just like in an arcade. I remember I beat some native kid and he almost beat me up. That's for real. When, well, that's when back <laughs> when they had arcade games, you could have. I remember when uh, the, uh, there was the Simpsons, the T- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, NBA Jam. You could play oh, four players. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, yep. was the best yep. arcade game. And then you had four players. Yep. I'm trying to remember the other ones. Like the fighting games, Street, Street Fighter 2. Or Street Fighter. They had uh, Tekken. I never really played that one. Yeah, neither did I. And then uh, when you went to the actual arcade or you went to the fair, they had uh, Marvel versus Capcom. So it was all like the Street Fighter players versus all the like X-Men. And oh my God, I love that fucking game because I'm a huge comic book fan. Right. Oh, well, that's all I got on those. But <laughs> I'll have to think up something else to post on our Facebook page for people to interact with the show. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually got a funny story. So I don't even know if you remember this. Well, there was two of them. Obviously, one that I really do miss, which is uh, it's not there anymore. It, it used to be where uh, the corner, uh, the intersection by the stoplight here in town. Yeah. Uh, Roy's Bakery. Oh, yeah. Roy, we Yeah, we were talking about that last night in the or Friday night in the Ice Shack because uh, our buddy Aaron, was. Th- he's like, he. I used to go to St. Paul. Yep. And if we ran out the door when school closed and you you could barely stop for a donut at Ray's yep. and still make it up to the high school to catch the bus. But if you were late, you had to wait around an hour to catch the late bus. Yeah, yeah, because they had back then, yeah, there was an early bus and then there was a late bus. He's like, if you tried uh, tried getting a donut and a soda from Quick Trip on the corner, then you were screwed. Yep. <laughs> And then the uh, the other one was uh, it's not the building's not there anymore, but it used to be on the corner then as well across the street where the old Quick Trip building would have been or like where the parking lot is. Uh, it was um, hotel. The hotel, yeah. And I don't remember that as a kid. JJ's, it was called. Um, yeah, there was a bar downstairs yep. too, wasn't there? Yeah, that's the one we were talking about where it had like the fisherman mural. Yeah, uh, I just don't remember yeah. it as a kid. But uh, so anyway, funny story because. Uh, you know, like I said, we were talking about this and my dad said, you want to hear a funny story about that place? He's like, um, he's like, that's where I met your, uh, grandpa for the first time. Your, uh, your, you know, my mom's dad. Oh, okay. And, uh, he's like, I had to meet, I was dating your mom. I had to meet him for the first time I get there and your grandpa was completely shit faced. (laughs) And he's like, I had to help. He's like my mom or he's like your mom, me and your grandma had to help him walk him back to uh back home wow 
So like it was weird because where the archives is, that's where my grandpa grew up. That's, oh, okay. That's so that's where, um, and then the upholstery. So that was all together. You know, that's yeah. where my grandpa then worked. So dad, dad's like, so we went to JJ's. I went whatever, and he's like, I had to just help him walk back home. He's like, <laughs> and, for, and he time. said, you can marry my daughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, what a way to meet meet uh, meet your soon to be father in law for the first time. They want a shot. I like you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I couldn't think of any other places. I remember Cecil Elementary going there and then they turned it into like a Christian school. Yep. Uh, what B- else? Bondwell Inn. Oh, yeah. The Bondwell Inn. It's still there. <laughs> it's still there. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I remember going into that place for the first time when I was like 20, 21. And I'm like, this place smells like chlorine. And my buddy Ben goes, yeah, but there's no pool. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. The pool was the Cedar Park pod, the piss pod. Yeah, the piss pod was the pool. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was only in that place a couple times. And that place, when I was younger, that place was the happening place. It used to be called, I, I think it was called Trader Charlie's or something Charlie's. And this guy, Charlie, who owned it, um... It was always packed. I remember we would go there in the morning. Probably a swingers club. Well, so that restaurant and all that. So all the rooms every weekend were always like rented out. And then they had the restaurant. We would actually go there for breakfast a lot of times. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, that place, I remember as a kid, that place was completely packed. Every, I mean, everybody was going. It was either there or the Diamond Family Restaurant, which is is now now Hungry Hungry Bear. Yep. Yeah. So there's a little trip down memory lane yeah. for everybody. So if you drive through Bondwell, just yeah, send us a message. We'll show you where all the landmarks were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, meet up with us. We'll be the we'll be your historians. Yeah, and we can show you all the local taverns. Yeah. Uh, or we'll be half in the bag, and you just buy us one. Yeah, and then we'll and let we'll you give know you a lighter. <laughs> and then we'll let you know when to put the money in machine when it's ready to hit. Yeah, don't don't throw it in there yet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw you were putting money again or in the machine then as well at Wayne's. Yeah, I was just killing time. I was only playing seventy five cents a bet. And at one point you added to 70, 17, 17, 70, 76. So I took a picture of it. I said, "America." Ugh. <laughs> oh, oh well. Yeah. You ever see a UFO? Sometimes I feel like I've seen it. Like, Tell me a during... story. So, like, you know how you usually think that you see a shooting star? Yeah. And But the weird thing is, is usually if it's a shooting star, you see it, like... It just go... goes by real right. quick. But you know that this is not a plane or a satellite way up there or whatever, and the thing just, like, kind of... You'll see it, like, go slow and it'll go fast, but you can still see it, and it'll just automatically just disappear. And then you kind of feel like you're losing it. Like you are like, wait, maybe it was just something I saw that wasn't really there. Well, I have a story for you. Okay. The only reason I remember this is, well, you'll see why I remember it. And I'll tell you a little something after that. But it was graduation night for class of 2001. And we had an hour to kill before we were getting on the bus to go to the chem-free graduation party. So we went over to our buddy Matt's house after graduation to smoke cigs in the back of his house like we always did. That's right. He smoked before the chem-free party. <laughs> Had to get one last yep. one in. Unless I have a shotgun and beer. <laughs> but So me and my buddy Ben had our backs to like the house. 
and there was an empty lot on the other side of the property and along the property line were some pine trees and i'm sitting there i didn't smoke but everybody i actually i might have tried smoking cools back then but I it was re- cool yeah <laughs> but with i didn't really smoke them. with a k yeah um <laughs> it was the advertisements in the magazines look made people look cool um so we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see this orange globe, like, right behind the pine trees. And I'm like, oh, it looks like a harvest moon. But then I, like, looked up in the sky, and the full moon was up to my left. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I looked up at it again, and it just darted out behind the pine trees. No sound, nothing, just it was gone. And I looked at it for a second. I'm like, what the fuck? And I was just sort of silent. And then two seconds later, I look over at my buddy Ben, and he's, like, staring me right in the eyes. He's like, did you just fucking see that? And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck was that? He's like, had to be UFO. So then I'm telling this story to my parents because I've been listening to uh, Jeremy Corbell. He's got a new podcast all called uh, Weaponized because he's, he's one of the only legitimate UFO, uh, like, documentary why can't I ever say that fucking word correctly? Documentary uh, directors. Like, he's uh, he's done a lot of stuff with Bob Lazar. If you know anything about UFOs, he's probably got the best uh, story because he worked at Area 51, and he his story hasn't changed in 30 years. Right. And everything that he has described that's been released has turned out to be true. So if you're interested in UFOs, go look up. Probably look up the Joe Rogan episode yep. where it's I Jeremy it Corbell yep. and Bob Lazar because you get into all the details and Joe asked because Joe Rogan loves fucking UFOs. So. But his story is perfect uh, if you're into that type of shit. So I'm telling the story to my parents about the orange globe that I saw, which like thousands of other people have that exact same story where they see it and all of a sudden it's gone. So my dad's listening to this on speakerphone with my uh, mom, because I call him once a week, and uh, he's like, yeah, I remember one time I was coming home up the hill, like where my parents live, and he's like, I looked off to the east, and I saw three orange globes, not up in the sky, but just on the horizon. I'm like, yeah, that's sort of, I saw it. He's like, there was one above Pulsifer. One above advance and one like over by Gillette, perfectly spaced apart. And he's like, I thought about driving down the road to the east to see what it was, but then I just went, nope. And I turned my head and I went home. He's just like, there's nothing but trouble. Over yeah. There. And I'm like, my mom's like, you never told me that. He's like, I've never told anybody that till right now. And I'm like, you, I'm like, so that happened like 35, 40 years ago. And he never told a single person. And I'm like, how many people like that have a story like that that haven't you know, said anything? Haven't said anything because they thought people would think they're crazy. Because that's what my dad said. He's like, who the fuck would believe me? Right. They'd probably be like, oh, how much do you have to drink? And I didn't. He's like, I was sober. <laughs> well, and back then there was no account of it for video or anything. Yeah, like there. That. Nobody had a fucking cell phone video to take. So it was all just hearsay. Yeah, exactly. You're making it up type yep. thing. So, but then I there's a database of UFO sightings. And I put mine in, you know, and I'm looking at all the other ones just in Wisconsin and the exact same thing that I saw, like multiple times, 
people saw two to three, usually three in a triangle formation, like a flight of geese, you know, yep. a V. Man, I hope they land quick. <laughs> Erase all of our debt. <laughs> <laughs> Erase all of our debt. The only thing we want from the aliens or whatever they are is us for them to erase our debt <clears throat> but yeah all the all the shit that they're releasing from like the navy yeah uh and all these stories about like uh nuclear uh missile sites all of a sudden just powering off mm-hmm. at the same time they're having these sightings it's like the fuck's going on well, man it kind of makes you like wonder all about there's a, obviously a lot of stuff that we don't know about that's out there uh like, let me even take, for instance, let's even talk about the Chinese balloon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> they never, they never, for... yeah, but they never said anything about whatever because they made it, or I guess, um, towards account, like records of from airport, like uh, the radar, you know, systems yeah, showing that it was detected, but nobody ever heard anything until all of a sudden it showed up above Montana where everybody was taking these videos. Yeah. And there's a, um, there is a missile silo base. Yes, a nuclear site uh, in Billings. Yeah, in Billings, Montana. But air, I was reading about it, and other uh, commercial airliners said that they saw it up in the sky and right. reported it, but it didn't get released to the news for... Yeah, because it made it sound like it came from... Well, it, But this it, was like weeks ago. Yeah, this was weeks ago. Yeah, and, and then, it uh, didn't get released till like this week. Yeah. So it just shows you how, how much uh, control that the government has over information to let go. Right. So and if you the, don't believe that there's UFOs that have visited the planet from a different planet or a different plane of existence, like uh, they always talk, well, maybe it's not aliens, but it's like they describe it. If you ever look at the, uh, I forget what shrimp it is, but you know, we have five senses. They have 26. Like they can see colors that we don't eat. We can't see on the UV spectrum at all. Yeah. They can see ultraviolet light, you know. Uh, so they're wondering, just as a hypo- hypothetical thing, maybe they are already here on the planet, but they exist in a different dimension, you know, mm-hmm. and they found a way to cross over. I don't know. But it's something. It's not nothing. Wait a and minute. It's not any, and it's not any technology that any, any other government has because these, uh, like the fighter pilots – have them on radar, but there's no heat signature. Yeah. There's no combustible engine. So how the fuck are they moving? Yep. That technology doesn't exist on this planet. And yeah. And they were tracking this thing at eighty thousand feet, and it dropped to sea level in less than a second. So how is that possible? We want them on our military no sound. team. <laughs> no sound. No yeah. sound. No. No heat trace. No heat signature. Yeah. Nothing. And it's like okay, we're just gonna sweep that under the rug and <laughs> turn our head and be like that doesn't exist. But I was listening. I remember well Chris Rock bit. He's like, I'm not saying there's aliens out there, but there has to be something. You can't think that in the entire universe, like even if you believe in God, that He made the Earth and the rest is just lights. No. <laughs> I mean, if you think about of, it, all the billions planets, of galaxies. Yeah, and the yeah, galaxies and planets. I mean, how far? I mean, what's the, how far is the farthest planet? Farthest planet is. Yeah. Uh, Mars, right? Um, and how many light years? I guess you say is is that? 
I don't know. They'd say if you took a, based on our current uh, shuttle technology, it would take 18 months to get there. So, what is that, 1.8 light years away? Yep. Or, wait, well, no. I don't know. I'd have to look up the fucking statistics. But, okay, that's just in our galaxy. The next galaxy away is the Andromeda galaxy. And that's like... 50 million light years away, meaning even if you traveled at the speed of light, it would take 50 years to get there. So, <laughs> yeah. It's quite it's quite astounding in a way. People just think that we're the only ones on this. Well, I mean, you know, obviously. Maybe in this galaxy. In this galaxy, but there's. But we still, we know very little about the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. Like we've sent out drones, but they only go in one direction. And it takes years to get the data back. Yes. So even the ones we sent back in the 70s are only like, you know, in comparison, like from here to Cecil away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I love me some UFO shit. Yeah. So if I go check out anything that Cher- Jeremy Corbell does, C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Uh, like I said, he's got a new podcast uh, with another guy that I think he's a former CIA um, dude, I forget in which part, but he, he had the, the, I think it's on Netflix, the documentary with Bob Lazar. And I think it's either called, I don't know, I'll look it up quick, but it's like the best UFO documentary I've ever seen. And after they made the documentary, like a week later, the FBI raided the guy's offices, like took all the computers, everything. So it can't be nothing that this guy's saying. No, because obviously you're not just going to have the federal government just come in and try or, uh, you know, end up uh, seizing all of his, you know. Yeah, without uh, any reason or right. anything like what would that. Be the, yeah, what, what, what's the reason behind it? If you don't think that, you know, what he's doing is just blowing smoke up your ass, obviously he has. But nobody's been able to disprove anything he's said. Right. The documentary is called Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. I'm going to have to watch that tonight. It's fucking good. It's on... Oh, it's on Tubi for free right now. Hey, and then Tubi the, coming up in the world. Yeah, because Tubi also has the uh, that card. Um, yeah, you uh, were telling me last week. No, you were telling me. What? Well, you were telling me about the documentary or the uh, the that card one, the Jack of All Trades, or whatever it was, or oh yeah, the, the baseball tops. card. Yeah, yeah Jack of All Trades. That's it. Yeah, that's on Tubi too. I so didn't I, watch it yet. Yes. Well, I remember you were telling me about it. Yeah, I saw some clips about it. Uh, because somebody had been, been talking about that Ken Griffey upper deck controversy yep. that they were printing out sheets of rookie cards because he was so good. You know, like he was rookie of the year and he was becoming a superstar. And they were like, this is the most valuable card on the market. Let's fucking print out a bunch of them. Well, that now, because now that made me wonder. So I remember, you know, because uh, coming up in two weeks, we're going to go to Screaming O. Uh, we're going to go and. Uh, Get, take some cards and see what we can get for them and then trade them in for uh, a new set of uh, Topps baseball with baseball season coming around the corner. Yep. Um, I went I went back and I looked at, because I didn't even notice it, I looked back at the, remember when I got those 2022 archive uh, Topps one? Yeah, the whatever blaster pack they call yep. it. Um, there's one in there that's actually <clears throat> a numbered one out of 100. So they only made 100 cards in of... But that's what more or less that's what people are try to go for are the number because they only wasn't it the shortstop, Con- not contrary. No, it was the uh, the Ricky Henderson. Oh, 
the Ricky the, Henderson, uh, that, that one, that one was numbered out of 100. We had some other one, though, that was a rookie that he – didn't he win rookie of the year this Julio year? Julio Rodriguez. Yep, there you go. Yep. Because I seen on, on Screamino's page that they had, like, a signed Julio Rodriguez for, like, 80 bucks or something oh, like okay. that. But he's got a night, a lot of cool cards on there. But did you see that one that I uh, sent to you about Ronda Rousey? <laughs> so they had a piece of fabric from one of her wrestling outfits on this card, and the card is supposed to say first in class. But like the the jersey part or the fabric part was left open, so you could and the. The lettering was cut out over the top of the card, so all you see is the the letters that are above the fabric, and it just says "in her ass." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Tops knew what they were doing there. Yeah, come on, bud. Come on. I should post that to our thing. That's what you should. Yeah. <laughs> I even see now too that uh, Tops, while well, they've been doing that for a while, but now they came out with these special. They call them WWE. They call them WWE Legends blaster packs yeah i've Top seen stead. those yeah um yeah a couple of them are worth a lot of money yeah if you get like the uh obviously they're all the legends so they showed one of the guys at junk wax sale he got one and he <laughs> he got a um he got a china one and it was numbered out of 20 and he got 20 out of 20 Holy which shit. is considered i guess it's considered if you either get the first one or, or if you get the last one it's considered a lot more yeah yeah yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I actually never been in the store, so neither I, have I. I so to. yeah. Um, what the fuck else was I gonna say? I forget. Oh, my brother-in-law Jason, he uh, texted me last night, and he goes, <clears throat> "Even though I listened to your show about uh, you guys giving uh, your spoiler review of the menu, I still watched <laughs> it anyway, and I loved it." <laughs> I, that's what he said. Well, he told one. me that. He told me that yesterday. He's like, "Yeah, they they watched the menu, even though he says I knew what <laughs> knew what was happening." Yep, exactly. It's like I told you a story, and now you can see it visualized. Yep, <laughs> with my with my critiques on it, and then this motherfucker <laughs> over here, the guy that was a foodie, <laughs> fucking hangs himself. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> I had to rewind that part back because I didn't. I'm like, "What happened to that guy? He got embarrassed in the kitchen." Then what happened? I didn't. I must have blinked or something because you only see it for like a second. The doors open and you see half of his body hanging from the ceiling. Just hanging. Yep. As she walks by, with his tie. Oh yeah. Didn't he have some stupid, like foodie tie or something that, or why? I, I, I can't remember. Yeah. I'm glad he got his comeuppance. That guy was the. Uh, what the fuck was he in? Oh, we were. Uh, we were talking. Wasn't that uh, a DC movie or something like that? No, I forget it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to look it up. Don't, don't look want it up. Shannon fucking yelling at us. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he ever does. When are you guys gonna bring me up again so I can yell at you guys? <laughs> so when we were like, "Who is that guy?" and he could snap his fingers and tell us who it is. Um, no, I was gonna say this is our 49th episode, and our yeah. 50th will be next week, and we got a little change. We got a new intro, so. I let uh, I uh, came up with it, whatever. And last week after our show, I let played it for and me and Robert. Robert. And we're like, that's fucking good. Especially so, uh, the sound bites that I got in with it. Yep. So, get ready for a new intro on episode fifty. I just had to figure out an outro. I was trying to find. I I found some. So. Okay. So. I don't. 
Like I said, the only thing we're not changing is the bad news. Yep. Which, segue. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I didn't find a whole lot of bad news. Are you serious? Did you know? (laughs) I I found like eight of them this week. Really? Well, then only read four because I I only got one. Yeah. Um, up in Lacta Flambeau, the there's like an argument between the uh, Lacta Flambeau Indian tribe and like the title companies that own the land around there that you know they sell houses to rich people. Okay. Yep. So they're they're owed like a bunch of money and they're just not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. They even said we'll take an eighth of what you owe us to you know postpone negotiations and these title companies are just like nope so they blocked the roads with concrete barriers and these people who are living in like these lake homes are stuck there i'm like how the fuck what happens if somebody needs an ambulance right you know uh they said the tribe failed to reach an agreement with town officials leading to the tribe barricading some of the roads from public access saying that they own them so uh, there's been an easement there for 50 years, and the easement expired in 2013, and there's been a decade of negotiations, and no money's been paid. So uh, they set up these cement barriers with a chain across on four different roads throughout their land, and uh, there's some homeowners, non-native residents, that can't get out. Wow. So they, it's like sooner or later, something's going to... Uh, a couple people went, were able to go to this uh, like town hall meeting, like the last ditch effort, by driving snowmobiles across the lake. That's the to only an way that you road. have to, yeah. Well, what happens when I hope they have boats yes. to get to the public landing? Because otherwise they're fucked. And like I said, what do you do with emergency services like uh, ambulance or police or something? Well, like that's that? going to be like what was going on was at Portland, where they ended up making like. Uh, like a certain part of the city, they oh, the, all these when those riots that Antifa, whatever they decided to like block off and barricade a certain part of town and say that that, that was there. Yeah, how'd that work out? Yeah, but this is like tribal land, yeah, tribal land. Like, yeah, so for now, residents are either stuck inside their homes or looking for alternate ways to get around. I'd be like, if you're a rich person that has a lake house like up here on Legend Lake, and all of a sudden they just block off the roads. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do for groceries eventually? Uh, you know. Wow. Going to have to take the lake. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is. Ac- oh, wow. I'd burn my house down. I would, too. I was going to say, I'd blow it up. <laughs> yeah. I'd collect the insurance money. Yeah. <clears throat> all that's right. all I had. <laughs> well, this one's actually <laughs> real fun. The Bigger the Sex Toy. That's the name of it. That's the title of the fucking story. The bigger (laughs) the score for an alleged shoplifter, or at least it appears to be what this person was thinking, attempting the old five-finger discount on a 30-inch tall dildo. (laughs) That's a Little League bat. (laughs) (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Surveillance footage at a famed adult store, Circus of Books in West Hollywood shows the not-so-smooth shopper snatched the giant sex toy off the display table, Tuck it under their arm and walked right out the front door. Male or female? Male. I'll be damned. We got to imagine this bad boy is only for show and not so much for functional because it's more than two feet tall and retails for almost $700. Who the fuck is buying a $700 no... dildo? <laughs> uh, a video obtained by W. 
E-H-O times, sees the cashier spring into action as soon as they notice the phallus <laughs> heist going down. Hey, bring me back that fake dick. <laughs> Big black rubber dicks for everyone. Uh, the cashier runs out behind the counter and goes after the person. The video then cuts to the cashier carrying the 30-inch dildo back into the store. <laughs> I got it! Over his shoulder. <laughs> like he just like he just knocked down like the meal like a Viking. <laughs> like a sledgehammer over his side of his shoulder. Um, and then here's the funny thing. They said, we've seen similar incidents before during the pandemic. Cops got involved after a man was seen swiping a three-foot dildo from the sex shop. Also... Go big or go home is the saying, as some folks have been saying. My so God. they couldn't get access to horses anymore. So. No, they couldn't. Uh, okay, so another one is uh, that's scary. Is it a two foot fucking dildo? Yeah, that just does not seem right. Okay, so who made that? <laughs> who? Yeah, who wouldn't the right mind? Who's making up these? Yeah. So this is in Harvey, Illinois. Check out this 14-inch dildo. You know what? As the uh, founder of Big Rubber Dildos, I think we could go bigger. (laughs) Go bigger, go home. That's what they said. Uh, Harvey, Illinois, Chicago area school district official has been charged in the theft of over $1.5 million worth of food, mostly chicken wings. That's a lot of fucking chicken. Yep. How, over how long a period? Uh, I'm going to see if it will say. Uh, Vera Little, 66, was being One held. Super Bowl party. <laughs> yeah. She was being held in Cook County on a $150,000 bond. She worked as a food service director for Harvey School District. That was more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings that were ordered, and they were all picked up in a district cargo van and never came to the school. How many? 11,000. Thousand cases. Well, that can't. That's a fucking semi-load. That's yeah. So that had to be over a course of period. Yeah, of it had to been because they said then the funds were used to pay for the food, but none were taken to the district to provide for the students. A routine mid-year audit found the district was three hundred thousand over its annual food service budget, despite being only halfway through the academic year. Ah, so uh, she was she was ordering extra. Mm-hmm. Putting a couple in the old van and selling them on the streets. Yeah. That's exactly. Just like the prison system. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the wings, man. So. No buffalo sauce? No, no <laughs> buffalo sauce. Well, what do you think that this guy got put in for? Uh, same story or different story? No, th- this next one's already known. Well, we already covered wings and dildos. Yep. Meth. Oh, meth! Well, a man in Hickston, Wisconsin, which is on the western part of Wisconsin, was charged with possession after deputies found roughly $2,500 to $4,000 worth of meth Meth. in the vehicle after an eight-mile pursuit. Turns out that Vong Vang, 39-year-old from Sparta, was taken into custody after fleeing deputies on Wisconsin 95 in Hickston. The incident began during an attempted traffic stop due to equipment violation at 8.10 a.m. on January 6th. After a roughly uh, eight-mile pursuit, Vang reportedly pulled on to Wisconsin 95 west of the county line. While taking Vang into custody, deputies said shards of substance were spotted in the front of Vang's sweatshirt and sweatpants to the point where he tested positive for methamphetamine. <laughs> they also say that a, nah. a, a, substanti- a, a substantial portion of the meth was ingested, and also they, uh, Vang's, uh said that he also threw out meth out the window. Uh Turns That's a out lot of fucking meth. 5. 5.5, 5.55 ounces were recovered from inside the vehicle, and that's not including what he ingested and threw out as well. 
he must have been fucking blitzed in that holding cell because they won't if there's any drugs in your system you're you're in a cell by yourself oh yeah easily so then they end well, up... I know from personal experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. you have to take a piss test before they let you into the uh other areas oh jesus christ well and then our last one this can be our last one this one also has to deal with math yes oh god we love math we love the the meth heads stories it is a 27 year old man from madison wisconsin will now spend the next 12 years in federal prison for distributing a significant amount of methamphetamine as part of a conspiracy oh i thought he was stealing copper piping out of hoses to pay for meth (laughs) paying for meth (laughs) Victor Pennington of Toma was sentenced to 12 years in federal prison for distributing 500 grams or more of methamphetamine. 500 grams. Yes. How many is that in ounces? I'm going to do a quick calculation while you read. Followed by five years of supervised release, authorities began investigating Pennington on January 2021. Through the course, they utilized confidential informants to purchase over 100 grams of methamphetamine from him and his co-defendant, Lucas Elward who was uh, on three separate occasions. What gets funny about this, though, is uh, during... 17 ounces. That's like more than a... Like if you had a can of soda, that's 12 ounces. You fill that up with meth, and then another half can. Holy shit. That's a lot of meth. That is a lot of meth. And this was throughout the time, but then what ended up happening is... is Throughout the time. Throughout, well, yeah. (laughs) Well, so... They got arrested in 2021 in September after a 33-mile high-speed chase. Okay, Officers attempted to pull the two over after their return from Minnesota. They were allegedly had purchased a large amount of methamphetamine. Uh, turns out then they also threw a bunch out the vehicle, and inside the vehicle was recovered 700 grams of illegal drugs along the route of the chase. That's almost... One and a half times more than we just described. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it turns out that, holy shit, there were a lot of people that were investigating this. It was conducted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Central Wisconsin Narcotics Task Force, also the FBI Marathon County, the Marico- Marathon County Sheriff's, Wassa Police Department, Wisconsin Department of Justice, the Division of Criminal Investigation, Lincoln County Sheriff's Office, Wisconsin State Patrol, Everest Metro <laughs> Police Department, the Wisconsin National Guard Counter Drug Program and the Marathon County District Attorney's know Office. What that, know what that tells me? That there's too much fucking government. Exactly. We need eight departments investigating. In- investigating this, and then you have two: one to make the investigation, and then one to check the results impartially. And you want to know where our tax money's going? Yeah, exactly. Fuck and, faces. And. Uh, uh, one hey, let's last send some more tanks to the Ukraine, eh? One one last thing. Um, it wasn't a story that well, I, I got I something found. now that I've remembered. So last night, uh, or not last night? I'm sorry. Friday night, I was watching. Um, I watched that OP live. Uh, so oh, yeah. it, it's they ride along live with the cops. <clears throat> anyway, this guy, uh, when they went live to the the officer, he was in a pursuit of a guy that was riding a motorcycle that they knew had warrants out on him. They pulled him over. He did have warrants on him. I got warrants. Okay, so they ended up arresting him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, "Well, I don't want my bike left here because they were gonna they were gonna repo or take it or yep. tow it." And he's like, "Can I call my nephew?" And the cops are like, "Yes, you can call your nephew." So he calls his nephew to come pick up the bike. His nephew gets there. He's got warrants. <laughs> he doesn't have a he doesn't have a driver's license. Okay, uh-huh. but he had a dri- He had a warrant from 2016. <laughs> so they arrested his ass. Okay, in the process of this all now happening, 
Now he says, can I call my mother because I need to let her know that I'm going to be getting arrested. Anyway, the mother shows up. Guess what? <laughs> she had warrants out for her, too. So First they, off, how, how dumb are the people calling the person that they know has a warrant? And then, is the person who actually has the warrant dumber for actually going? Yeah. I mean, who's dumber in the situation? That's... <laughs> What's your mother's name? Let me uh, run it through the computer quick. Well, they even asked her. So, like, because they asked the son, you know, like, or when they asked the nephew, when he came and picked up the, the whatever, they're like, do you have a license? He goes, no. Well, he's like, well, how are you going to? And then they're like, well, we're going to have to do a background check. And then he didn't know that he had a warrant. Like I said, it was back from 2016. Hmm. And so, yeah, he arrested him. And then they, when the mother came, they asked her, and she goes, no. She's like, I shouldn't have any. I should be clean. And then a little bit later on, she's getting arrested. Yeah. What he should have said is, I'm going to walk it home. Yeah. Then he wouldn't have to worry about a license or anything like that. Yep. Stupid criminals, man. Yeah. But uh, speaking of police chases, I won't mention any names. Here in Bondwell, we had a little bit of a police Wait, chase, apparently. Do you know then who it was? Yeah. Okay, you need to tell me who it was then, because I got <clears throat> woken up by it on Thursday night. Yeah. So uh, there's a, you know, early 20-something in a bar. And he called his buddy to pick him up from Good Vibes. Buddy, 19 or 20. This is what uh, eyewitnesses had to say. (laughs) So they saw the car pull up in front of Vibes. The guy goes outside, and as soon as he opens the door, the car peels out. And then one cop car started chasing, and then another, and then another. (laughs) And then apparently he tried losing him in town. And then, like, went around the block and went up, by the, went up by the post office and went into somebody's yard. Right by my parents. Yeah. Uh, so, the story was, the guy must came in town too quick, and he was drinking. So, he thought he'd speed through town and pick up his buddy and then just take off, you know. But, nope, the cops were on your tail, bud. So, they must have put the lights on somewhere coming into town he fucking zipped into town, pulled in in front of Vibes, must have saw that there were cop cars coming, and instead of just sitting there, which they probably would have just went by. Yep. Because you can't really see over the hill once you go into town. No. Instead of doing that, he just peeled out and did a little car chase around town and put her in somebody's front, front yard. yard or side, yeah, side yard. In the, over by our buddy Taylor's. Yep. Because then people are like, Taylor, what's going on over there? He's like, is one of your relatives getting a little too rowdy? <laughs> He's like, no, it's not us. <laughs> you have to tell me who it was after oh, yeah. we're done with the show. Because I, I mean, I heard it. It woke me up at 10 after 2 on Thursday morning. Oh, yeah. You went around the block down by you. <laughs> well, I heard, I, I, well, I heard the uh, first what woke me up was actually the loud. It, it must have been a truck. No. Or was it a car? It was a, it was a car. Oh, this is probably why they were going to pull him over. They said it was really loud it because was. the muffler was dragging on the ground. Yes. So he's probably just getting pulled over for that. Right. Because that's what it had been because that is what woke me up. And then all of a sudden I heard the three squad cars going right after it. I'm like, that's a high-speed chase. <laughs> yeah. I looked, obviously, I looked out the window. You know, I was like, what the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. your first inclination is to look out the window. So, so. Yeah. Not a very long high-speed chase. No. And it wasn't probably that high speeds. But 
It sounded like it, but probably because the muffler was hanging, it was only doing 30 ah, miles an hour. Ah. But it was like a little fucking four-door sedan, so no. he wasn't getting away anyway. <laughs> yeah, so you got to, yeah, after the show. Oh, so that's all about bad news I got. Yeah. That's... You want to move on oh. to some uh, cards? All right, so. We got three packs left. Is this the well, Pro Bowl special? <laughs> I get it. Ugh. It's Pro Bowl. Nobody gives two I didn't shits even, about it. I didn't even look at what they're trying to do this year for the Pro Bowl. No, neither do I. I don't care. I, I saw the jerseys. I'm like, that looks stupid. Yeah. Um, why don't they just go back to having the uh, skills, competition? skills competition? Well, that's what they do now. Well, that's what they do. They do the skills competition. Yeah, but it's but not on TV for you to watch. Like it's it was on, on Thursday. It was ESPN on ESPN the yeah. Ocho or something. Yeah, it was on. It was on Thursday. They had the dodgeball and all that shit. <laughs> and then I guess Josh Jacobs, whatever the running back for the Raiders, says this is fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It, the top guys aren't going there because they're like it's a fucking Pro Bowl. Why would I play an extra game and get hurt? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so guys like Rogers aren't going to be there. All right, I'll go here. Okay. I got a defensive end for the Dolphins, a Jeff Cross, a Jeff Bryant from the Seahawks, a Pat Terrell from the Rams, a John L. Williams running back for the Seahawks, Lee Williams. Lots of Williams in this one. Chargers defensive end. Terry McDaniel. I remember him. Cornerback for the Raiders. Not a very good player, though. Getting down here. Dennis Gentry, wide receiver for the Bears. I remember him on Tecmo Super Bowl. A star rookie, Herman Moore. Oh. Yeah. Lions really put him to good use. Yeah, they did. Hey, I don't think we've gotten this one before. Jeff Hostetler. I don't believe so. Super Bowl winning. From the Colts. No, this is from the Giants. Oh, it's from the Giants. Okay. When he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wait, Phil Simms won the Super Bowl. Phil Simms won it. Jeff Hausstetler played. He played After the Phil Simms. Well, this is the Giants card. I know he played for the Giants right. first before before the Colts. Before yeah. the Colts. Um, I think he went to the Super Bowl and played against Mark Rippon and Rippon beat him in, uh, fuck, I was like in third grade. Shit. Mark Rippon and the Redskins won against the Giants. I remember that. That was the last time they won the Super Bowl. Giants? No, the Redskins. Oh, yeah. What the fuck was I just watching where, like, Doug Williams went down and their new quarterback was Mark Rippon? Oh, Donnie Darko I watched, and I caught that part. I was high watching it. So I caught the Mark Rippon part where they were watching football in the living room. Oh, okay. They showed, like, Doug Williams going down. Yep. And they're like, well, it's a chance for Mark Rippon to take a drink. And meanwhile, <laughs> like, if you've never seen Donnie Darko, go see it. He's like either hallucinating this time warp thing going on. And I'm like, I feel like that right now. <laughs> John Stevens for, this, for the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> and Otis Anderson Otis for Anderson. the Giants. So I don't think I'm winning this one. Well, <laughs> you, you don't know what Doesn't I have. Matter. You don't know what I have in my repack shit yet. Uh, from the. Colts, Bill Brooks, rated rookie, Jared Bunch, Jim Everett of the Rays hey. or of Rams, Tim McKayer of the Dolphins, oh, Ernest Biner. Oh, he was good. Yep, of a team MVP. Oh, no. Oh, cool. The old uh, creamsicle colors. Steve Christie. Kicker. Yep, that kicker. Bruce Pickens, rated rookie. Who do you play for? I believe didn't. Didn't he play for the Rams? Oh, it's his college uniform? Yeah. Oh, no, he played for the Falcons. I'm sorry. 
But, but yeah, I think he did play for Uncle Slim Pickens. Yeah. Uh, oh, a Chris Dolman hey, from the Vikings. We were just talking about. Well, we were talking about John Randall, but yeah, we were talking about. But he was another one. Remember <laughs> when they uh, came out with those? They had those Halloween cards, and Chris Dolman was on it, and so was um, for Green Bay Santana Dotson. Huh. They and Sean Jones too as well. That guy's arms are so long. Yeah. Like they used to have, it was like back in the early 90s, they had these Halloween ones where they would uh, put like this face paint on, like, you know, like they're playing. But then the background would be oh, like. Oh, uh, yeah, because John Randall had the, he always painted his face yes. anyway. Yep. And then everybody else. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember the one card, like, uh, uh, God damn it. What was his name? Played for the Cardinals. Eric. He was a defensive player. And then they had him in a Viking thing, like a real Viking outfit, and they called it Eric the Red. Yeah, he played for the Cardinals. God damn it. Now Could I be something like up. that. Yeah. Somebody's yelling at us. Um, another good card uh, from the Bears. Good old The Fridge, William Perry. Uh, Tim Rosenbach of the Cardinals. Pat Swilling, team MVP. And to finish it off, from the Oilers, Mike Manchek. Yeah, so... Yeah. I, yeah, good cards there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. I mean. <laughs> you already lost. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Did you find it, all those No, I got, I got one story about Eric the Red, and then there's a bunch of pictures of Cardinals. <laughs> uh, maybe they were called, put... yeah, here they are, uh, the Whore. Yeah. They were 1993 Coke Monsters Eric of the Grid. Eric Swan. Okay, Eric, was it? Um, they had Terrell Buckley as one. They also had Reggie Cobb. From the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the, yeah, these were them. Uh, Which one was Eric Durant? Uh, I'm trying to see here. I'm trying, they're going through all of them right now. Well, no, they're just showing certain ones. Whatever, I don't care. Okay, who'd you say it was? Uh, an Eric, right? Well, like the <clears throat> they showed him in like a Viking costume, and okay, I thought it was really cool. But I'm a little high. Eric, so. Eric Turner they had. Um, Maybe it was him. And it was Bad Bone. No. Oh, okay. I'll think of it later. Maybe it was a beer commercial. I don't fucking remember. Yeah. But, yeah, Chris Dolman was known as Dr. <clears throat> Doomsday. Yeah. Moving on. Yep, moving on. To what? I don't know. What do you got for comedian? Oh, league? okay. So, anyway, I was trying to go through this, okay? And I totally forgot because I'm like, you know, I... I was trying to go through what we've all gone through for comedians, mm-hmm. and I did not know if we had them, and if we did, I, well, I, I'm saying, I was going to have them, but I thought we already had them as our Comedian of the Week. If not, oh, well, I didn't make it for him then. Uh, it was going to be Ralphie May. Yeah, we haven't had him on the show yet. We haven't? God damn it! <laughs> Whatever. We got shows yeah no that's true but anyway so i was like going through like you know i was i was going through like i was you know fluffy uh enrique iglesias you know i was you know his story about the tour bus i was gonna have that uh i was going through them and i'm like "Ah, think of one you know and then i came up with one this one might be a little long it's about 10 minute one but it's one of the classics the ones that we like it's jim brewer talking about when he worked at sears we didn't do that one we We never did that one talked about it we must have just talked about it yeah, that's a good bit. So I Jim just, Brewer's like an actual like everybody remembers him from Saturday Night Live and Half Baked. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, either a Jerry movie man. movie career, but he's actually yeah. a really good stand up too. 
Like, every time other comedians talk about him, they're like, that fucking guy kills on stage. So, I know he was at Green Bay, like, two years ago, and I didn't, I something else was going on, and I couldn't see him. But Yeah, because he was, like, talking, it wasn't, like, the name of the show was Why Do You Look High or something like that? It was something. I don't know, but <laughs> I remember him telling, uh, I don't know if it was on stage, but he's like, I remember I met Jack Nicholson once. <clears throat> I was in a elevator, and it's, like, 1 a.m., but. I'm completely sober. It's just I look the way I look. And he's like, all of a sudden I see like all these cameras flashing outside and Jack Nichols, Nicola, Nicholson, not Nicholas, the golfer. It's yeah. Jack Nicholson, the actor, gets in the elevator with him. Holy fuck, I can't talk at all. <laughs> these gummies are really the, kicking in. <laughs> they are kicking in. Jack Nicholson gets in the elevator with him and the doors close and Jim Brewer sort of looks over at him and. You know, Nicholson's got the sunglasses on and everything, and he looks at him, and he goes, man, you look about as good as I feel. Because <laughs> he looks sleepy, and he's got the fucking eyes make him look high all the time. Yep. Oh, fuck. That was a good story. <laughs> but, yeah, so this one's a good one. This was about back when he uh, – He was uh, a teenager working at Sears as a clerk – or a stock boy whatever yeah in the uh yeah the ensuing escapade more or less he could, this is what kind of made him realize he was going to get into comedy <laughs> and fired from sears yeah my first real job was at a department store called sears <laughs> and i worked in the paint department and i ruined a lot of homes you know, people come in like, oh, I'm thinking about painting my uh, bedroom. What's your... Stain it! <laughs> yeah, young, I don't care. So, but that's when I discovered I can do voices and I can do characters. And I would call departments all day long and drive them nuts. <laughs> that's before Senate Live and all that. That's where the Pesci really came from. Me and my friend, we saw a Raging Bull and Easy Money, and I would call my friend in toy department on, like, Cabbage Patch Day. It was the 80s. You know, and he'd pick up the phone, like, oh, this is Scott, toy department. I'm very busy. Can I put you on hold? I'm like, oh, shit, this is Joe Pesci. I'm coming in here 20 minutes. Don't put me on hold, kid, because I'm coming right in here. You put me on hold, I'm going to stick your head up where the sun don't shine. You understand me? You understand what I'm saying? So I, call, I would call all these other departments and drive them nuts. So this one day, I'm in the hardware department, next department over, and I'm reading about Muammar Gaddafi. In the 80s, he was huge. Big, big. He was a rock star in the 80s. He was the first one that was like, I do not feel America. You tell me I can not have fly, no fly zone? You send your military here, your air force, I'll shoot you down. I'll shoot you down. It was intense. So. You know, we were like, did he just say he was going to shoot us down? It's kind of plan. So we sent an Air Force there, and he, he shot missiles at a U.S. Air Force. He missed. Everyone he missed. Uh, and then we bombed his tent. I'm not even trying to be funny. It was the tent, and that's what we bombed. And we missed him. So the point is, it was pretty intense back then with Muammar Gaddafi. Everyone knew who he was. So with that said, I'm reading the paper. A new guy from hardware comes. He goes, uh, excuse me, you work here? I said, yeah, I'm Jim. I work in the paint department, next department over. I was just reading about all this crazy stuff, like I might go to war and stuff. Muammar Gaddafi, 
I go, listen, if you need anything, let me know. Everyone knows me here. He goes, you know what I need? I need you not to be reading a paper in the hardware department. That's a reflection on me. You know, you're young. All you guys are young, and you don't realize that some people, you need to respect the job you work at. I know everything about the craftsman tools. I know everything about the different size of the hammers, and I'm here to help people. You understand? That's what you're really getting paid to do, to help people. So if you work in paint, you know what you can do for me? Please go back to paint. Wow, you're serious, huh? You know this is Sears, right? Because, yeah, and they give you a salary, and you should respect that. You're right. So I'm, I'm hot-headed, and I go to paint department, and my friend's like, what's the big, big, doofy kid? What's the matter? I said, the new guy kicked me out. He said, he knows everything about craftsman tools, and I shouldn't be reading the paper and the hammer, so blah, blah, blah. He goes, give him a call. He doesn't know you're the call guy. He doesn't know you're a clown. Give him a call. So I'm going to call him. I said, what? He said, what were you doing? So I was reading a paper about Muammar Gaddafi. He goes, call his Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> I said, that's so stupid, but we'll do it anyway. <laughs> My hand to God, I'm not even going to exaggerate I'm not even going to exaggerate this. He's about 50 feet from me, 50 feet, not yards, feet. I can see him. I hear the phone ringing. I'm not even hiding completely behind the register. My head's sticking up. And this guy's in full view going, here he comes. He's answering. So the guy picks up the phone, and he goes, hello, this is Greg. Sears Hardware, Valley Stream, New York. How may I help you? Hand to God. I go, hello. This is the great Muma Kudafi. <laughs> He's listening. He's listening. I have just sent six of my Libyan missiles to blow up the Sears hardware department. craftsman tools <laughs> and all of the hammers and the people of the hardware <laughs> as long as I am the great Muma Gudavi you remember this my hardware friend long live paint So, yeah, that's not the funny part. <laughs> so my friend and I went into the break room, which was attached to the paint department. You leave, you go in the stock room, it leads to the break room. And that's where we would take tag team one-hour breaks into the mall. He'd leave for an hour, come back. I'd leave for an hour, come back. An hour, an hour, four-hour shifts. We get paid for them, we work two. 20 minutes go by, and I realize, let me get into paint. Nobody's there. I get there, and I call the guy from hardware to let him know it was me. I was just breaking you in. My apologies. Let's, let's, uh, let's just make amends. He doesn't answer the phone. So now I decide, oh, I'm going to snitch on him because you have to answer the phone. I'm going to tell my supervisor. So I call my supervisor, 
and he doesn't answer. So then I call my friend from, from uh, toy department, and he doesn't answer, and that's when I realize nobody's in the store. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not comprehending what's really going on. I'm really confused. Like, why is nobody in Sears right now? There's no customers. There's no sales clerk. What is going on? I don't know. And I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, someone comes from the stock room and says, Brewer, let's go. What are you doing? We got one more. Come on, come on, right now. Now, I saw the panic in his eyes, and I didn't ask questions. I thought there was a fire. So I was like, okay, let's go, let's go. We're running, and we're out of there. And while we're running through the stock room, I go, I don't smell a fire. Where's the fire? And he goes, there's no fire. The new guy in hardware got a ball threat. We're gonna blow up in five minutes. I laughed hard. I said, that wasn't a bomb threat. That was me. I said, I was like, are you kidding me? That guy took that as a bomb threat? That's what, are you, I, seriously? Listen, I said I was Muammar Gaddafi, and I sent missiles to hit Sears hardware. I, I ended by saying, long live paint. <laughs> How do you get a bomb threat out of that? Are you kidding me? That's why all of Sears is evacuated. Yeah, and the mall. And the mall? <laughs> he goes, you got to go downstairs, man. You're in bad trouble. I said, I'm not in bad trouble. This is hilarious. I'm sorry, but that guy from hardware, I don't know who he is, but he's a suspect. There's something wrong with him. He's a suspect. He goes, there's a lot of cops downstairs, Brewer. You're in bad trouble. I said, there's cops? Let's go talk to them. They're going to love this story. <laughs> so I go downstairs, and there's a lot of police officers. And I swear to you, the higher the rank, the harder they laughed. <laughs> I, I worked all the way up to the sergeant. They're like, hold on, hold on. Bring the sergeant through, sergeant. Come here. You got to do the hello, man. You got to do that. You got to do that, Brewer. Come here. Wait, you this kid is hilarious. So the sergeant's howling. He's like, you should become a comedian. I'll tell you what. That guy is too much. The problem is, I, I think you're funny, but the feds are here. So <laughs> good luck. It's out of our jurisdiction. If I was you, start off with the hello, man. Hello, man. So, so the feds walk in, three feds walk in, and they're, they're a tougher audience. Oh, I don't know what the big joke is around here. I don't know what everyone thinks is so funny. Okay, you know, I had to fly in from JFK International Airport. I had to warn Secretary of Defense of the situation. We, you think this is funny, kid? You think this is a big joke? Let me explain something to you. You don't get to call a lawyer, and you don't get to notify your parents. As far as anyone knows, I'm the U.S. government. I'm detaining you, and you're missing. Do you understand the situation you are in right now? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, gl I'm glad you're confident. You got two minutes to tell me your story, and you got to look my marshals in the eyes while you tell this story. So whatever the test was, I had to stop and look at each one of them in the eye. So I'm like, okay, I'm in paint. You know, and I call the guy. As long as I am Muammar Gaddafi, long live paint. <laughs> and that's why we're here. <laughs> and Marshall was serious for about ten seconds, and he goes. <laughs> Let him go, I'll do the paperwork. Give me the guy from hardware, he's a suspect. <laughs> Thank you, God bless you. Thank you. Uh, Thanks so much. That, yeah. <laughs> but no, I got a running list of all the comedians we've used. Yeah, oh, you, oh ever, you got, okay. If you ever wanna know, I'll tell you. Okay. Just updated my notes. Did you? Okay. We're gonna have to pick a good one for next week. Yeah. I think I know who I have in my mind. A legend, if you will, that we haven't used yet. I just double-checked. Really? But we've talked about him several times. Oh. Quite possibly the greatest stand-up next to other guys we've already chosen, like Chappelle. But this guy's like the king of New York. So. Ah. Kind of gives it away. Little, little hint. Little hint. The king of New York. Yep. So stay tuned for that. And the... Uh, yeah, let's wrap this shit up. All I'm right. high as fuck now, and my All back right. hurts. <laughs> we'll do it right now. Oh, yeah. The last, I keep forgetting about you keep, our well, last segment of the show. The last segment of the show. You know, I was going to start a new segment. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> and just do the would you rathers, and, like, we'll take turns. It'll, it'll work a lot better if Robert's here, Yeah. but uh, I give you two options. Be like, would you rather do this or that? And they're both horrible. But you're going to have to choose one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way that the listeners can rank how fucked up you yeah. are. Because <laughs> I could just about imagine the things you would ask. Oh, my God. Do I have one that'll just, it'll bury your soul. <laughs> well, we'll, if you had we'll have to do that next well, week. No, I'll do it right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask. All right. <laughs> this, this is, oh, this is such a good one because I'm high. I might forget it. Would you rather? <laughs> Shit. Get a really good hand job from your grandfather <laughs> or a really bad hand job from your grandmother. <laughs> oh my. Like one of them is the best hand job you're ever gonna get with <laughs> your grandfather. Or you're like, I'm not looking, this is gonna be as bad as it wants. And it's your grandmother. <laughs> Well, the fact that you would actually think that you're getting a really good hand job and you would like it from your grandfather in no, the like, first place. No, like what if you're like you're mentally checked out, but oh, all okay. of a sudden you're just like, "Fuck." <laughs> well, uh, I mean, old calloused hands. <laughs> oh my god, the old farmer's picking stones his whole life. Ah, oh. ah, oh. oh shit. Oh, gun to your head. Got to well, choose. Okay. Well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess 
I guess if you uh, have a really good hand job, you kind of lose all inhibitions. Your mind's gone. And guys can keep a secret. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your grandpa's we, like, you we keep... don't talk about this ever again. <laughs> and I'll make sure you get an extra cookie from grandma. <laughs> oh, you would never go over there again. No. <laughs> That's the only thing I think of. Yeah. Uh, all my grandparents are dead. Well, all mine are too as well, but. <laughs> then you got to think of which grandparent too. Ugh. <laughs> I'd probably go for the good hand job for my grandpa. Yeah. Ugh. What the hell, man? Yep. This, oh, this oh, totally. They're, they're this, gonna get. They're I gonna know. get worse. <laughs> this totally took a lot of. T- of uh, all right, so here we go to finish it off. We're gonna yeah, have. Uh, I wish I did. Yeah, we should have saved. Yeah. <laughs> now we're gonna go to the cleaner side of things. But I might. No, fucking dirt. No. Filth up this filth, goddamn podcast. Filth up podcast. this thing. All right, so here you go. <clears throat> What's if you this th- G-rated shit you got for me? Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking about scamming people over uh, 700000 a year, here is the most successful scam. What do you think it is? Is it a fake IRS collection, Nigerian prince emails, fake debit collections, or fake eBay, eBay listings? Probably fake eBay listings. Nigerian prince emails. Still? Yeah. That's been around for so fucking long. You know how many people are actually gullible about, you know. Man, I wish I had lower moral standards. Right. I'd be rich. Like, you just don't give a crap about the money you're taking from people, especially the elderly. I'm literally stealing your money in front of your face. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, you ever see that meme where it's like, uh, man, I ordered this book called... uh, how to not get scammed, and it's been fucking like 10 weeks. <laughs> hasn't showed up yet. Well, look at all the scams that they used <laughs> no, to have. don't you get it? Yeah. They tried, They sold you a book that don't exist. <laughs> how to not get scammed. How to not get scammed. Yeah. Still hasn't showed up. <laughs> uh, well, that was like even like they were big scams back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, remember, with Cleo and all that, all those uh, those psychic <laughs> I readings. tried watching that fucking documentary. Yeah. Cleo, uh, I just couldn't do it, but I remember, I remember all those infomercials late at night as a kid. Yeah, well, in my teenage years, probably. She was fake, fake Jamaican accent. Yep, kind of oh, reminds you. Call me Cleo. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like Kofi. Call me right now. <laughs> no, the mercy. Yeah. Uh, well, that'd even be like when uh, they would have you know late at night, then they have. Call me now. Oh, we the, can chat. And you just, the, uh, what where, could you imagine in your head was the call center? Oh, it was a bunch <laughs> of, it was a bunch of women in like moo-moos, like those big curlers in their hair, smoking a cigarette. Popcorn bowl right next to them. <laughs> About 280 to 380. She'd be like, pretend I'm sucking your dick. <laughs> she's eating popcorn <laughs> over the phone. Like, oh, she's so good. Oh, I never called the sex line. Oh, I you take did? that back. I in know. school, remember there was a payphone in the hall? Yes. We always got, this is how I got tricked. But uh, somebody's like, hey, you got a dog, don't you? And he's like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, there's this thing going on right now for the next month where if you call 1-800-MY-PUPPY, it'll uh, give you a free bag of dog food for taking a survey. So you dial it. What is one eight hundred M Y P U P P Y? My not, pussy. Not realizing that the S is the same fucking letter on the number pad, <laughs> and it and all of a sudden it's like, 
Hey, this is Tina. Can I get your credit card information? So then I hung up. Everybody laughs. And you called it again. No, it oh. rang back. And we all ran. Because <laughs> then, like, one of the teachers went up and they're like, What? What are you talking about? Hey, this is a school. And he hung up the phone. I, I think it was Widener. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Widener. God. Mr. Widener. I'm oh. surprised he didn't stay on the line and <laughs> pick out his <laughs> wallet. <laughs> But no, otherwise, no, I I never got it. I'm like, I'm supposed to use my brain for this? There's magazines over here and some old VHSs that I found. (laughs) Wow. Never never called a sex line. Anyway, what's your next question? (laughs) Well, I got to – I'll save it for next week. Make sure you write it down, a story about Widener's class. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple about him. Yeah, I'll tell you about the test tube. Or not the test tube, the test uh, plate that we always had. Oh, yeah, the microscope. The microscope I story. I remember that yep. story. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> well, I was just, I was thinking about how much he sweat, and he oh, sweat God, underneath Oh, God, he sweat all over. Big, fat tits. <laughs> tits. And he had sweat stains underneath. Because yep. <laughs> he'd always wear, like, a, a vest. Yeah, green he, shirt. Well, and then sometimes he would even, it'd be hot, and he'd still wear, like, one of those uh, vests, sweater vests. Yeah. Crazy. The, the red color. I remember that damn thing. Okay. All right. Here's What's the last the other... one. What's a retrograde orgasm? Is it when your orgasm or when you orgasm without being touched? When semen travels backward into your body, an orgasm without an erection or an orgasm in which no semen is ejaculated? I'm pretty sure I know this and it's going back into your body. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. You are correct. Because I, I think I. Because <laughs> that's happened to me. Because <laughs> it's happened to me. No, I was with was a girl. Like, <laughs> it was like with uh, Doctor Drew. Yeah. Uh, not the on one of his podcasts that okay. he he does one, and then he's a guest with like Tom Segura and uh, Tom's wife, T- uh, Christina. Yep. Christine Pazitsky. But anyway, that was one of the topics about retrograde orgasm yeah what the fuck is a retrograde orgasm and it's actually stuck in your dick and then just goes back into your tract and i'm like huh i don't ever want that to happen i mean ah yeah talk about build up oh yeah yeah here next time you better get that fucking what if it's what if it's solidified inside of you and then it was a blockage. Oh, it's gonna be like uh, like when you uh, do a cement mixer or a shot, and oh. it just thickens up. And you oh. Can... <laughs> oh. oh, grandpa! <laughs> <That's shit. laughs> All right, next week, new intro. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>